Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. On today's episode, we're talking about three types of selfishness. Okay, I think it's really important to understand what these uh, types of selfishness are and do kind of a, a self check, you know, where am I at? Um, maybe even putting a percentage on them, you know, if you had 100% to give it, for each one of these types, you know, how much of a percentage of your normal everyday life would you be giving towards them? Uh, but before I jump into telling you what those three types are, I will say this that, um, what I'm going to share with you today is actually backed up by several different people throughout history. Okay. So what, um, Ayn Rand, if you've never read Atlas Shrugged or she's got some other things in there too. Uh, basically she writes from a point of view that nobody can ever truly be altruistic. You always get something back. Okay. Um, Thomas Merton, who was, gosh, I don't even remember. He is centuries old and dead. Okay. He's in my old dead guys club. Uh, he was a monk that had kind of a, a paradigm shifting perspective after a while, after he, uh, came into contact with these nuns that had, uh, looked at life in a very different way. So he comes from the, uh, Christian religious perspective, but talks about what I'm going to share with you today. Um, Anthony DeMello, who I've been becoming just way more, uh, interested in his work. He's, he's more recently dead. Uh, but, but he's got some amazing work out there. He also comes from the Christian religious perspective, uh, but thinks about things in a very different way, more spiritual than religious. Uh, one of his books I'm reading right now is awareness. Uh, I've got another little one that I carry in my purse everywhere I go. And it's just reflections on love. He writes in a very unique way. Um, and then Neville Goddard, I know I've talked about him before. He does a lot of work, did, he's also dead, uh, noticing the theme here, uh, but he's done a lot of work on creativity and imagination and really talking about the idea of being selfish, like I'm going to share today, so that you can get more out of life so you can give more. Okay. So what I'm about to share is not, you know, Michelle didn't come up and say, Hey, you know, here you go. Let's, let's all be selfish, right? There are, I'm sure way more authors and, and philosophers and researchers even out there who talk about this. Um, but I just wanted to give you kind of a little background. Okay. So the four people I mentioned here could not be any more different, but they're all talking about this same idea. Okay. So really the question that underlies all of this is why do we give? Why do we serve? Why do we go out and do what we, we do in our life, right? Whether it be your work, job, career, or maybe you serve in your community, or maybe you go to a place of worship or serving uh, your family, your friends, your neighbors. What is the result of your service and your giving? So the three types of selfishness, number one is pleasure at pleasing me. So you're getting joy at just pleasing yourself, right? You're not really thinking about other people. Uh, so for example, I'm, I'm sitting down maybe to my, one of my favorite meals. 
Uh, I, I know for me, one of my favorite meals is um, uh, a really good steak, really good steak. I love steak. Listen, I love animals and I do consider them to be um, energetic, sentient beings. And I also like to eat them. Okay. And I know that that's a paradox, but I'm going with it. All right. I like to sit down with a really good steak. Uh, and when I'm sitting down and I'm enjoying that steak, I'm not thinking about other people necessarily, right? I'm just enjoying that steak when I'm in the shower and I'm, I'm in that, you know, you ever get in that moment in the shower where you're just like, ah, this is the best thing, right? Or maybe you take a walk out in nature and you're just overcome by this, um, sense of peace and joy, right? So in that moment, you are being selfish, right? And listen, it's okay to be selfish. It's okay to have that. Actually, we want that, right? If we come from a place where we use the other two forms of selfishness, which I'll share in a minute, and that's all that we do, and we don't have these uh, number one selfish moments of pleasing ourselves throughout the day, we'll get into the trap of what I call, uh, you know, lots of people call self-care you know, you go out and you serve other people. I, I work with a ton of teacher friends, right? And and that's all they do all day, every day. Uh, you know, parents of young children and teachers who are out there, they make more decisions in one day uh, than actually in one hour, research shows us, than a fighter pilot in war. So it's it's intense. And when you come home and, and you're looking at self-care as taking a shower, getting a glass of wine, reading a good book, that's all great. And That is a form of number one selfishness when you're pleasing yourself, right? But it's also a band-aid. So we want to set aside some intentional time to please ourselves, right? So if you know that uh, lately um, I've been reading some books for enjoyment, I know, (gasps) but uh, that I grew up doing that. And so for me, I've realized I need to include that. So I might, you know, spend 10 minutes before bed reading a chapter in a book that I really enjoy. Jodi Picoult is is a writer that I love. Um, She has a way of writing about, you know, issues, but also she does a lot of history and research. And uh, she's got these narratives and it's always thought provoking. I call it my my book candy. I'm still learning something as I go through, but I'm really enjoying the story. So I'm pleasing myself in that way, right? When you include those times throughout your day, you have less times to, for the band-aid self-care because you're, you're feeling um, pleased and, and filled up, okay? And that's a, a type of selfishness that actually allows you to have more energy so you can go and serve others, Okay. It's okay to be selfish. All right, so the second type of selfishness. This is when we give, we serve, and we get pleasure from serving other people. Okay? Um, You know, I love doing the podcast. Now, the first reason I do the podcast is just for me, because I, I just love this uh, notion of, you know, reading, studying, thinking, putting things together, coming up with examples and stories, putting, uh, the content together and throwing it out there. So number one, that is my number one, uh, selfishness. It pleases me. And I love sharing it with everybody. Now I could have done, uh, all of that and just not hit, you know, live on, on the podcast, right? I could just do it for myself, 
But I know when I give it to other people, it kind of ups my pleasure level, right? And what's really cool is that over time, this audience, you guys are awesome because you'll take that on, you'll do something with it, you'll change something in your own thinking, which changes your life, which goes and serves other people. So it's this constant ripple that goes out, right? And then you come back and you ask a question or you give me an idea for another episode or you just say, wow, this is really cool, right? So it's this give and take exchange that we have and I get pleasure from serving you. Uh, maybe there's a part of your job that you just absolutely love, right? And you go and you do that thing. I was talking to somebody the other day, she's in corporate and um, she's a, um, a trainer at heart. She loves training and she only gets to do it about 20% of the time. But man, when she does it in her job, she is amazing and she loves it, right? And she says, man, when I do that thing that pleases me and I'm serving other people, it's like the, um, she called it the fun zone, right? So that is a form of selfishness. When you know I'm going to serve somebody else, but I'm going to get something from it. Now, think about this. Is there ever a time when you can be absolutely 100% altruistic, you never get something back? I personally think that no, because... The universe is kind of system, systematized here. It is um, set up. There's principles and laws that say when you give and serve, you get something back. Okay. All right. Let me tell you the third type of selfishness. So the third type is, is very insidious and it, it definitely shows up with people pleasers. It's definitely something with people who lack boundaries. Um, it is, you're trying to avoid something bad so you please other people, okay? So you might go out and do something for another person, but in reality, the motive is so that you don't feel bad. I have some lovely friends that even after all these years, they still send me Christmas cards, which is awesome. I know that they love to send Christmas cards. That's something that is, you know, in, in their toolbox. I get it. I'm not one of those. I don't even think about it, honestly, until their Christmas card arrives. I used to feel guilt at not sending them a Christmas card. I used to go out of my way to be like, oh, now I got to go get a Christmas card. Now I got to send it to them, right? And so as I am reciprocating, some would say serving, some would say that's a self selfless act, but in reality, am I really doing it for that person? No, I'm doing it to avoid my guilt. So the motive behind that reciprocation is pure selfishness. Um, you know, let's say, uh, you know, you've got a teenager that's causing you some angst and woe. Uh, I don't know anybody in my life who has that. Um, but let's say, you know, your teenager is, is having an issue and you decide you're going to go out of your way to, you know, help them or serve them in the moment. Or let's say this, uh, I've talked about this on the podcast before. Uh, I'm not the mom that will bring you stuff that you forgot at school. You forgot your homework, you forgot your, your band instrument, you forgot your sweatshirt. I'm not bringing it to you. I don't care. I live less than a mile from the school. I'm not bringing you stuff. 
You have to be responsible. Each one of my kids has gotten a once in a lifetime opportunity from me to do that. And I ask them each time, this is your once in a lifetime opportunity. You sure you want to use it on this? Two out of my three have used it. The other one, not so much. Okay, so she's, she's still got it. But maybe you're the parent that bends over backwards to do that because of why. Are you truly doing it for your child? And my argument is if you're truly doing it for your child, you really feel this sense of love and you want to help and support and encourage them. When you give them that thing, guess what? You're serving them and you're feeling good about it, right? That's a number two selfishness. You're getting pleasure from doing that. If you're the type of person that you do that, but you're kind of grumbling the whole time, why are you doing it? Is the motive because you feel like this is what you should do? This is what a good mom is supposed to do? Because that's a number three selfishness. That is trying to avoid feelings of guilt for not living up to, you know, the standard of mother that you think you should. Does that make sense? All right, how about at work? You know, uh, your boss asks you to help on a, a creative project. And... um you realize as you're going throughout the project, you're like, oh, yes, I love this. And so you're willing to give extra hours. You're willing to uh, maybe put up with some crap you normally wouldn't put up with because this is fulfilling you. What type of selfishness is that? Number two, right? Because you're getting pleasure. Let's say same situation, boss asked you to work on this project. You go through and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is pulling my time and attention away from what I really need to do over here. But yet I want to keep him happy. You know, he's my boss. I don't want to have to go look for another job. So sure, I'll put this time in, right? So you might be serving and doing the work to go and help, you know, maybe people on your team, but it's a number three type of selfishness. You're doing it to avoid displeasure, avoid getting fired, avoid causing issues in your, in your team. Does that make sense? So you're giving and you're serving, but the motive is very different. The reason why I want you to really think about this is because we have this notion that you are either selfish or you're not right? And depending on your background and your conditioning and program beliefs, you know, we, many of us, especially women have been taught, don't be selfish, right? When in reality, I really can't think of any circumstance or condition where you wouldn't get a return on any type of uh, service. So therefore you can't really do something without being selfish. So if we take this notion of uh, selfish or not off the table and we say, all right, let's just assume we're selfish in all circumstances. Now we can decide which type of selfishness we want to be. So there is merit in all three of these, right? There are some times, listen, where you're going to have to serve and do things and you might not want to do it. But if you can change your attitude and say, all right, I know that I don't want to do this thing for my boss, but I also know it's going to help me. It's going to help my team. If you can change your attitude behind that and you still go in with, with your eyes wide open, knowing this is what I'm going to willingly give. This is what I can give right now. And I'm doing it to avoid, you know, some sort of pain. 
just go into it knowing that. That's a number three selfishness. Just go into it willingly, right? And know you're still going to get something back. If if you're, uh, you know, we're coming upon the holidays here and, and you know, you're going to maybe a, a soup kitchen or serving in a community closet or, you know, buying gifts for, for children who wouldn't necessarily have them, you know, yes, you are being selfless. You're serving someone else but also recognize what you get in return. I think when we go out and we serve in these ways and we don't think about ourselves in that moment, what we're getting, we convince ourselves that we might be holier than now. We might be better than we are. We might be, you know, selfless. And therefore we perpetuate this idea that uh, you can be selfless, right? But if we go at it from the point of view of like, I love doing this. This brings me so much joy when I go and serve other people. There's a greater energy and power behind that. You acknowledge your value in the moment while you're serving someone else of value. Okay. And then, of course, having the, the regular times throughout your day of having number one selfishness, doing something that purely pleases you. Noticing in the moment when you take that walk or when you take your shower, when you eat some really good food, or maybe you drink a glass of wine, acknowledge the joy that comes from you, right? I promise you, when you really come awake to these types of selfishness and begin to apply them in your life and, and, and uh, be more aware, you'll notice these subtle shifts as you're uh, working with other people, and you may even want to give more. And that's the point. The more selfish you are, the more you can give to other people. Okay. I know some of you are like, Michelle, this doesn't make any sense. We're kind of changing your paradigm here. I totally get it. But trust me, go with me on this one. Okay. Practice, at least practice noticing which type of selfishness you're in and and see if you can't switch to a different one. Okay. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.